Hi, we actually have been sitting here talking for like 15, 20 minutes, which is a normal, but hi, well, we do. welcome to talk comics to me. I was adjusting this a little bit. We're here today to talk to you about the state of our country. I'm kidding. We're let's here to talk about I was like, I was about to start on that, too. I was like, let's just talk about so many things right now. I have feelings. <laughs> I need to get it out. But we will make it clear here today and right now that, you know, Joe Biden is something different and well, but we still have to do a lot of fucking work. Mm-hmm. And, you know. We can do better. We can do better. We can do we, better. We can do better. And hi, I am uh, Chomp Chompenstein. I'm Christopher McLucas. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Christopher. This I is your even first. Say it without laughing. You're the, this is the first time you're on this show. How how's it going? Oh, you know, was that good? <laughs> no, that was a terrible Christopher impression. I can't do. I'm a white woman. <laughs> I can't. Do and it. if you don't know, and uh, if you've never visited our YouTube channel, we are doing little short videos with our best friend Christopher about well we just finished dark and I'm slowly uploading the videos and editing them because god bless me god god bless chomp <laughs> chompenstein uh and we all think you should check them out and yeah we're we also, funny yeah we're really funny actually yeah I have shown this to other people and they laughed which meant no, we probably are funny. Got the seal of approval. Yeah. I I think we're really funny. I make myself laugh. I made three second videos all day today, and it was making me laugh so hard. I am my biggest fan, <laughs> I think, at this point. I think we're both our biggest fans. I think Together so, too. we do it. Yeah, collectively. Okay, so we're going to actually just start talking yeah. about comics now. We're going to do it. You do it. Do you want me to start? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I have issue number four of We Live by the Miranda Brothers. I just really like the fact that they're mm-hmm. called the Miranda Brothers. Um, this story, if uh, you have not tuned in before, is about the end of the world. Aliens gave humans bracelets. Only a certain amount of people can survive, can be taken off the planet. The bracelets uh, form like a symbiotic relationship with the person they're in. That's how the aliens know who is allowed. Bracelets, once they're on someone, you cannot remove it. Otherwise, it ceases to exist and that person is no longer viable for Mm -hmm. liftoff so this story follows a little girl whose little brother is the one who got the bracelet she has to take him to a bus station a train station is what it is it's not a bus she has to take him to a train station the train takes him to the liftoff point where the aliens are coming to pick them up um they run into so many obstacles during this journey because of course they're two young kids Mm -hmm. um but in the second issue, I believe, they met this person. I can never remember his name, but I know his gorilla's name is Alice. Oh, yes, um, yes. Alice has been with him since she was a baby, so they have, like, a relationship. You know, it's, it's great. So in the last issue, they were to the train station where they needed to get, and it was being held hostage pretty much by a cult that didn't believe that anyone should leave the planet. So they were just killing everyone who was there for the train. In this, they distract the the cult people and manage to get on the train, um, but not all of them make it. Um, this issue really bummed me out. It, I mean, it was really, really good, but it just made me really sad um, because the sister is finally taking... The, the brother where he needs to go and she kind of realizes that she is not allowed to go with and her brother is leaving the planet mm-hmm. and 
the rest of the humans are getting killed in a mass extinction. Um, but there's a letter that she had written to him that he was supposed to take with him when he left. She loses the letter. Oh no! And it's that it had the narration is the letter as you're reading okay. it, and it is very sad. <laughs> um, but yeah, she gets him where he needs to go, and they are separated. Because that's what's supposed to happen. And then a group of vigilantes, I guess, come in because the people who are taking them where they need to go are actually taking the bracelets off because they figured out some form of technology that saves the program. So they're taking it off the people who it was meant for and using it themselves. Oh. So they're sacrificing children so that these grown... Yeah. It's very sad. Sounds about right. Yeah. So the the sister, once she hears what's going on, her new mission, despite the chaos around her, because it's, you know, the countdown has reached zero. He, all Everyone is, like, getting killed. Mm-hmm. She's trying to find her brother again. And her brother is only, like, six, six or seven. Mm-hmm. So he's still very, very young. Um, I love this series. I... Like it a lot more than I thought because normally in like post-apocalyptic type situations, kids annoy me. I do not like kids. So I didn't think that I was going to like it, but the art is kind of what drew me in. I, I enjoy the, the weird monsters, but I actually really enjoy the kids, especially the sister because she's probably only like 11 yeah. or 12, but she's more responsible than I've ever been in my entire <laughs> life. Um, I just think it's a really, really good story. It it does have a lot of heart, and it is really sad, and it makes me think a lot. That's cool. Yeah, that's always so, a good thing. I would recommend this. I don't. I think it's only going to be five issues. Okay. Is what it seems like based off of the this. Way it's going. Yeah, it's uh, either five or six. I'm assuming. I I don't foresee it going any further than that. I don't see why it would. Okay. Um. But yeah, I I would recommend that, especially to anyone who likes weird science fiction and post-apocalyptic stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i mean i have that first issue still i need to read it mm-hmm. so i th- i think you'll enjoy it it's yeah just no a- it, it does like every time like i said every time you talk about it it's just like oh yeah no, this sounds like something i would definitely mm-hmm. enjoy it's yeah. a, a very surprising aftershock book yeah and it's one of those things where like i don't know why i didn't get it i just feel like it it doesn't like when I saw the cover for the first one. I was like, oh, "This seems weird that I didn't get this." Mm-hmm. But also, I don't know. Solicit must have been bad. I because I did not add it either. Yeah. I read it off the wall and was like, "Wow, I don't remember hearing about this at all." So the solicit must have been very bad because neither of us yeah. had added it. Yeah, uh, dear Diamond, get right. New, get, sli- get new people to write your solicits. Apparently, because yeah. they sometimes suck enough that we miss out on mm-hmm. good books. Okay. But not everyone can be that great at, like, that. that is a hard job. It is, especially if you're not reading the entire series. Mm-hmm. Like and it also is something where you can't give away, like, you know, the whole, mm-hmm. the whole package. It's like an obituary. All right. So, <laughs> I picked up a book this week. An actual book. An actual book on top of, you know, school, a book I'm reading, three book series I'm reading mm-hmm. right now. 15 comics a week but whatever dude just pile it on. i just i have a pile it's called my home 
<laughs> I live in it. It's just filled with comic books and books. Uh, so this is The Fictional Man. Uh, it's by Al Ewing. I actually picked it up because it's by him, but I also was, I remember being kind of on the edge of like, should I get a book? But I'll read the back because that's the best way to do it. it up. And you haven't and, read and this And I yet. haven't read this at all. Like, uh, it is only 300 pages, but I'm not that's that. That's not bad. I'm not that quick. And the font looks pretty big too. Yeah, it is. It is pretty big. Oh yeah. It's but, good. Yeah. So, okay. In L.A., where today's star is tomorrow's busboy, discarded fictionals, characters spun into flesh and blood by technology, are everywhere. Screenwriter Niles Golan's therapist is a fictional. So is his best friend. So maybe is the woman in the bar he can't stop staring at. It's getting so you can't tell who's real and who's not. I acted out that whole thing for you. (laughs) Thank you. Niles isn't completely sure how real he is. Is that good? <laughs> yeah, no, that was great. Uh, so, yeah, no, I, even though I read that in a funny voice, I think that was a funny voice. Yeah, I, d- I, I did was... one of my best impressions I could. Yeah, I, I thought it was great. It made me want to watch the movie. Yeah, it, <laughs> the movie that you're accidentally stealing and downloading. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the voice I was mm-hmm. trying to use. But, yeah, no, I picked up this book because that it sounds really, really great. And I actually read the about the author in the back. I am a sucker for always reading the last page of a book. Oh, I do that all the time. Which I did not do here, but I did read about the author, and he keeps, like, the shtick going and the about the author. So that was kind of nice. Yeah, That was kind of cool. And you know that I love dumb meta shit like that. So, yeah, of course I was going to pick up this. And I am really excited to read it, even though it'll probably be a bit of time before I get the chance. I read that as, what's it like being not real? That's what it says. Not being real. Oh. I, I just switched those in, in my head. Being not real. Yeah, yeah. the voice was funny. I was like, and then I was like, but that is what yeah. that says. He's like, wait a minute. That's not what it says. It's being not, it's not being real. Uh, okay, we're tangenting. Uh, so we now I. We missed out on it last week. Yeah, we so. did. We are just going full force today. Uh, this is Rorschach. Rorschach? Rorschach. Worcestershire sauce. This is Worcestershire sauce. In this issue, you learn that the kid, Laura, who we saw last issue, uh, has been, like, indoctrined into this, like, I don't know, cult mentality that the squids took over everybody's minds. This, she's convincing other people that they're Worcestershire. Rorschach. And that... I don't know why I have to repeat it <laughs> And that they should, you know, kill people who have done wrong. That's fair. So that's what this is kind of... That is like literal, literal bare bones of what this story is. How do you feel about it? I like this issue more than I like the first three three issues. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's, I mean, I feel I like I like the last issue, like, a decent amount. Like, I like the idea of what was happening. I suppose if I knew these characters more, it might hit in a different way. Like, I have no idea about this Laura, Laura character. Mm-hmm. It's like, I feel like I'm supposed to know who she is, but I, I don't feel like... 
I don't know why, like, normal Tom King, like, books, mystery, <laughs> normal Tom King mystery comics. <laughs> I, the norm. I can, like, you know, be with characters I don't necessarily know and still kind of, like, understand them or, like, grasp them or know them even. Mm-hmm. But this, this, I'm just like, well, I know, I know, I know Rorschach. Mm-hmm. I almost did it again. I know. <laughs> but I don't I don't know this other character. So I I don't know. I don't It's once again one of those things where I I probably should just take it off of my bowl. Mhm. How many is it going to be 12? I honestly have no clue. I feel like all of his are 12. Yeah, 12 or 6 yeah. or 8 or it doesn't tell me. I'm just gonna like, say- if you took it off, it wouldn't be a, a blow to your story reading. No, like it you, would it probably would- be for the best. Okay. Overall, I, pro- like, once again, yeah, 100% should, pull like, pull it off. Because it's not for me. I I do really, really like the art. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, like, one of those things where it's just, like, I'm kind of just buying it for the art. And right. I'm taking in the story, but just, like. You don't really care for it. I don't care for it. I didn't need it. I don't think anyone needs it. I'm sorry. Like, I don't think Watchmen content needed to necessarily come out of the Watchmen, like, book. Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't really meant to be anyway. Right. But, and I, I've i never watched the HBO Watchmen show, but I hear it's great. I've seen one episode. So And that's, I've never read Watchmen or anything. Yeah, so. it's something, like, I don't know, like, and I don't think the HBO show bad and I've heard great things about it and I I want to watch it myself and take it in but mm-hmm. like I just don't think there needs to be Watchmen comics <laughs> like I don't think like Doomsday Clock like that was a Watchmen spinoff I believe yeah, yeah. I feel like it was really yeah because there is like Ozymandias in it and stuff mm-hmm. regardless just they don't need to exist personal because you got what you needed out of the yeah the and series, I mean in right? the well and Watchmen is And I know you haven't read it, and this is a whole other podcast idea of things to do. But, like, Watchmen is a lot about, like, what comics are and how they can do these sorts of things. Right. And, I don't know, just doesn't seem necessary. Okay. So, if we're taking away anything from this, it just, Rorschach... Rorschach. Just isn't necessary. No. Okay. And once again, yeah, no Watchmen spinoff thing really is. Okay. Unless Alan Moore has his name on it, like, and I think that would be dumb. No offense. Alan Moore would never do anything dumb. I don't think, I don't think he would. I think he's like, fuck it, I'm not doing it. (laughs) Then just like, (laughs) I refuse. (laughs) All right, so now we have Crimson Flower. This is issue number one. This is about Russian folk tales and assassins. Mm-hmm. And somebody, oh, I guess a woman on the edge. She's trying to find the assassin who killed her father. Uh-huh. And then it turns into a whole but government thing. Yeah, but she's also uh, schizophrenic. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the things she's seeing are kind of in this like fairy tale aspect. I um I don't I like the story. I like the story and I think like what I said to you yesterday 
it's just like I feel like the thing that does take you out of the book especially when you first start like looking at it and reading it is the art it is yeah it's a very unique style that I've never really read before Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's why it's so I guess jarring is I'm just not used to this art style at all yeah and I think it is something it, it, it is it can be jarring and I think it is something to get used to and like I said one of the main reasons I I thought it fit very well with the story is just because of like everything the character is supposed to be herself right, so yeah. it is it's it is a story and it is like these exaggerated like things and you know the thing about schizophrenia sometimes is you can just always kind of be hallucinating Mm -hmm. and that's like kind of how I took this in see and yeah it makes sense when you yeah I guess put it like that it's just I didn't not like it I definitely didn't not like it it was just very strange yeah no it is it is real it is like yeah, the art was something I had to stop a couple times and yeah. just be like, especially because okay. I wasn't expecting it mm-hmm. at all. Like, I don't know what I was expecting, but going into it, I opened it and because you know, after remembering that I had added that to my poll, I was like, yeah, this actually sounds mm-hmm. like great. Mm-hmm. This sounds like fun. And then I opened it and was like, the fuck is this? <laughs> and it took me a minute, but I do. I do think eventually it flows well, especially when you take into consideration that. She has mental illness, so this it, it's a very distinct way of her view of the world. Yeah. So. And I don't know, like I said to you yesterday, too, once again, Heather and I talk about shit all the time. Every day. Every weird. Day. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's just like these things as paintings uh-huh. all day long. Yeah. Oh, for sure. If, like, each of these panels was just, like, paintings in an art gallery, I would just, like, stare at it. Yeah, because there's like, that one where he's, like, that, that one. I was thinking, there, I think, if you go back one the more The one where page. he's, like, uh, in that weird shape. Yeah. It's, like, almost the full. That yeah, one. that one right mm-hmm. there. Yeah, because the space of his body mm-hmm. and, like, the angles of it. Yeah. These... And even the, like, the veins yeah. and everything about it and, like, the twists and turns. I'll show you uh, this one. It's like it's it's cool, yeah. On its own, each I mean, and you know how I love exaggerated features and stuff and weird facial expressions, like yeah. And I love it because like his he had the gas mask Mm -hmm. on that like around him the whole time, and you don't really see it. Yeah, I didn't notice it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so it's an interesting interesting book if you love. Women getting revenge on men, then I think you might enjoy it. Uh, all right, go ahead. I just did a weird twitchy thing. Are you thing. okay? Yeah, it was like that weird like spasm that it does. Just felt weird. Um, okay, I have issue number one of Abbott 1973. Um, like I, I was just telling Champ this a little bit ago. Like I don't know how I would like describe this book if you haven't really read the first series. This is a uh, I believe it's the second part of the mm-hmm. series. I don't think there was anything else. Um, it's basically um, about a female, black female journalist during the 70s um, who works for a black-owned paper. Um, she is going around writing stories, trying to write stories um, in a male-dominated world while having power. Like magic. She has, she's a light bringer. She has it inside of her. That is 
more in the first part, the first arc of the story. Um, if you do happen to pick this up, which I honestly would recommend, I think it is very interesting. Uh, the first couple pages do a very good job of describing what the first story arc was about. Mm-hmm. So you don't you don't need to read it. I don't think it's necessary, but it certainly wouldn't hurt. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, she's also gay, so that's really cool. <laughs> I they it's like a big part of the story in here, but I wasn't expecting it. I must be like. <clears throat> So weird with my, like, girlfriends that when I was reading it, I didn't take it as gay at all because I was just like, oh, they're kissing. Cool. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, I kiss my friend. Well, I used to kiss my friends all the time, you know? So reading it, it was like, oh, yeah, we're almost home. Like, I love you and stuff. And I was like, oh, I love that. They're climbing on each other. (laughs) That's a strange thing for friends to do. And then I felt really strange. And I was like, wait, they're gay. Okay, cool. That explains it. That's so, what friends do. It's just normal. Do. Well, sometimes. They um, just climb on each other and make out sometimes. Um, I did really enjoy this, though. I think my favorite part of it is how... Um, what is the word I'm thinking? Unpol- unapologetic she is. Uh, with, I don't know, everything that she does. Like she, she knows what she's about and she refuses to let anyone tell her differently. Mm. So anytime a, a man tries to put her in her place, she's like later. And I just think that's really cool. I, I really like her. So it's interesting. All right. I'm going to just shuffle through these. Mm-hmm. I have Rain Lake Hammers. This is issue number one. My the glare. I, I forgot to tell you to turn it down one, but it's fine. Uh, so Rain Like Hammers, number one, uh, it's by Brandon Graham. It follows a character who is basically in isolation in this city who everybody kind of has their own little pod. And Can I flip there? Oh, yeah, you're... for sure. Because I remember there wasn't many words, but I just... Yeah, there's not, there's not a lot of words to it. It's, uh, I like the art a lot. I actually really enjoyed this book a lot, um... I did do some league work and looked up Brandon Graham on Twitter because I was like, oh, got to tag you on Twitter for Mm -hmm. work stuff. Unfortunately, he had kind of like deleted his Twitter, which is never a good sign when you're looking up somebody in the comic industry. So kind of just found out that not necessarily the best of people. So I probably won't continue reading this. Um. Not that that should keep you away from reading a book or taking in any sort of, like, pop culture culture things that you enjoy. I just personally will not. Yeah, the art's pretty cool. Yeah. And I actually, like I said, I really enjoyed the story. I just, once again, I don't, I don't care to support people who are not... They're not the best versions of themselves. They're not the best versions of themselves and will not apologize. I agree. I am on the same page, but you're my friend. But you are more than welcome to do your own research on that. And, you know, I suggest going to Twitter. Just type in the person's name. You can make your own opinions and just be like, oh, you're just overreacting, which is totally chill. Oh, no. Yeah. You can think all of the things you want to think. And I'm not mad at you for it. That's unfortunate. Yeah. So... I didn't even realize I just, the art was why I got it or why I was like into it. So, I mean, whatever. Anyway. 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 Um, I'm going to continue on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have Savage Circus. This is issue number two. Um, I didn't add this to my poll. I just special ordered the second issue because I was 
curious to see what happened. Um, this book's a little, like I told Heather a second ago, a little, little too chaotic for me. A little, little too much. Uh, but this issue, like in the first issue, you're kind of given the idea of who the main the main character is. Uh, the main, the main, the main, man. the main villain, uh, Louis Savage, who runs this circus. He's kind of traveled across the country and potentially murdered people uh, due to just circumstances. His train collides with these robbers' trains, and all of the animals escape and start murdering people. It's uh, I don't know. It's not, like, terrible. It's just, like... A lot. It's a lot. Yeah. And I have to buy a magazine bag and board because it's big. That's always the thing that annoys <laughs> me the most. Like, I wish... Like, I, I appreciate the bigger ones for, like, the sake of the art. But at the same time, it's like, man, just make them all the same size. I feel that way about normal books, too. I'm like, just make them all the same size. So when I put them on my bookshelf, like, they look fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, no. So I, uh, yeah, it's not like I can't suggest it. I just don't, I don't know, man. It's just not my style. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I just wanted to see what happened in the second issue to make it be like, do I want to get this? But Because it had potential. It does. And I, you know, but I think it's like 12, mm-hmm. which I don't feel like it'll need to be. So... <laughs> I miss when the magazine-sized books were only three issues. Yeah, and this is just, like, a heavy metal, which is fine. But it's just, yeah, I don't know, man. No. Has that one, The the Maiden, come out yet? Do you remember? I don't, I, I don't think it has, though, because I special ordered the first issue. Yeah, I, I got that one as well. I just couldn't remember if, like, that it had come out already, because I keep getting that one mixed up with the, the Frost Giant one. Doug, I don't, I don't know. Uh, whatever. I thought I, I thought I had ordered the first issue, but now mm-hmm. that I'm like, maybe I, I feel like you did. I, I feel like I remember seeing you had because I added it. I just like straight added it to mine because I was like, cool, everything that I love. Mm-hmm. But I just couldn't remember if it had actually come out or if it was like delayed for whatever reason. Because I feel like it's been long enough that it yeah. should be out. Yeah, I mean, it's in the back of this book, so. Okay. Well, I'll just have to look it up or whatever. Maybe soon enough. That would be cool. All right, ready? Yes. We got some once in future. This is issue number 15. Uh, my wife. <laughs> I thought you were doing the Swedish plumber. <laughs> I'm a Swedish plumber. I am a Swedish plumber. <laughs> I'm here to fix the pipes. <laughs> That's good. Um, I love this story. Yeah, it's... no, it's it's really, really great. Um, In this issue, uh, Duncan's mom talks to Duncan's so girlfriend, cute. Rose talks to her about what's going on her story and how she kind of came to be who she is Mm -hmm. and lady of the lake and we learned that lancelot is one of the original hard lads yeah i was gonna say we uh we get to learn how damn hard he is so hard made out of liquid metal Mm -hmm. not not quite a babe uh, it's, yeah, this story continues to hit time after time. I, I don't know, like, it just has weaved itself into something, like, completely. I, I like their take on the stories, because I, knowing what happens to Duncan's mom and, like, the stories, I'm curious to see how they're going to translate that into the comics, or if mm-hmm. they're going to do it exactly yeah. that way. 
Um, so I don't know. I, it's a very creative take on the stories. Yeah, I I love it. I yeah, so yeah. I don't know. I every issue, I'm very excited to read it. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, I had a great time. I feel like it's always the first one that I read, unless I like. I've been trying to do it where I read my number ones first, and then I get to my other mm-hmm. stuff. But for some reason, with Once in Future, I'm always like, okay, I'll just go ahead and read that <laughs> first. Like, whatever. I love that one the most. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, I have the probably the final issue of Deceased. This is Dead Planet. Um, Constantine is, you know, getting all the pieces from all the bad guys to make himself powerful so he can beat Trigon. Um, they save everyone. All right. It's a. It's like a. It's a really unsatisfying but satisfying end um satisfying in the sense that like people actually did sacrifice themselves and they are actually dead they're not coming Mm -hmm. back like i i enjoyed that part of it but that's also one of the more like disappointing points because some of the characters that it did end up sacrificing themselves i'm like ah dog why'd it have to be you yeah why why couldn't it be somebody else right um i don't know I do, I did like the story. I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, was not necessary as long as it was. Yeah. That was not necessary. So uh, tomorrow, or maybe even when I get home, I'm just going to take that right off my pole just in case because they keep adding things. So maybe it'll just come out of like left field and you'll be like, no. Especially like, what if they did one where it had like the Teen Titans and I had already taken it off my pole? I'd, I'd be like, Wendy, can I, like, special order this issue? And I told her, no. Tell me no. I mean, tell I, me like, no. I, I'm telling you no right yeah. now. Just tell me no. Don't do well, it. Well, if I, like, tried to add it, like, on the pull box or whatever, just deny it. Just don't even let me add it. Say, no, you cannot do this. Stop it, because you there dumb were bitch. three series, and I stayed for all of them, and then one single issue why did anyway it was yeah fine. no you you went harder at that than i ever could because after that first like story arc i was like i cannot it was mostly an accident like mostly me just being lazy and like forgetting to do it i mean i'm glad that i did because i did get like a really well-rounded story but i didn't know it wasn't necessary it was not necessary at all uh all right <laughs> I'm going to talk about Seven to Eternity real fast. This is issue number 16. It's almost over. Uh, The next issue is the last issue. Adam continues being the worst person on this planet, and I don't care what good he does. I think he's kind of a garbage human being. Can I see it? Yeah. I just want to see his Um, right here. uh, The King of Whispers also... He doesn't even... Yeah, yeah. He doesn't even have, like, good red hair. Yeah, there's actually a pretty good page where he's, like, in the past. And I feel like it might be a little farther up. Maybe not. I don't know, man. Uh, He betrays somebody again. Uh, The King of Whispers is trying to whisper a secret to Katie, his daughter. So I am... A little stressed to see what happens this next issue because I hate it. I hate it. I've actually, yeah, like the 
two main characters of this book are the, my least favorite characters in maybe anything I've read. Because they suck. Yeah. Once again, they're just kind of selfish. I can't... I don't know. I like this book a lot. It's weird to talk about when I'm just like, fucking hate Adam, mm-hmm. hate the King of Whispers, hate how selfish they are and how self-centered it is. I honestly love stories like that with those characters. Like, I can't remember what the series was called, but like the main character in it, I hated her. I absolutely mm-hmm. hated her. But I read nine books of this series because everyone else in the story was like, what kept it interesting and kept it going? I don't know. And I, the story I feel like is better if... The main character is someone that is easy to dislike. Yeah, and I think this is one of the first times I've taken in, like, any sort of, like, literature that, like, I do not like the main character. Mm-hmm. Where, like, I know I'm going to just use, like, Rick Remender's other work, like, Deadly Class, where, like, I really do, like, uh, Marco quite a bit, you know? And he's a garbage person, too. Right. But, like, for some reason, I like that character. For some reason, I do not like Adam because he he doesn't seem like a good person i just think he's not like he doesn't feel genuine right and i think that's why i do not like him is because it seems like and i don't know this can be a lot of like back you know with my own personal thing but he's a liar and Mm. i do not appreciate that right his his whole shtick is that he just like lies to people and like betrays them and at first it's not for his own advantage but like maybe it has always been for his own advantage Mm -hmm. uh and in this he's like talking about saving the whole world and you know he might possibly even do that but i don't I don't think I will end up liking him in the end yeah there's just no way after everything that he's put you through yeah And it's really funny because in this, like, story, too, like, there's a moment where you think, like, where you're supposed to think that he's, like, actually, like, going to, you know, do the better thing. And I was like, he's not. That's not who this character is. Mm -mm. This character is somebody who just, like, doesn't give a shit. And he is willing to just do what he feels like he needs to do. For his own benefit. Yeah. Yeah. Or the benefit of everybody else. I I think the reason part probably the reason why you maybe hate him is because not only is he the main character but he's also almost portrayed as the good guy but he's not the good like they keep trying to make it seem like well you know he's doing good like he's he's the good the protagonist like everyone else the antagonist when really it seems like he's the exact opposite yeah Yeah, it's kind of like, it's supposed to be like this Mm anti-hero, but... He doesn't even do it right. He's just bad. Yeah, and I mean, and sometimes anti-heroes are just bad, you know? And they're not to be liked, and they shouldn't be, like, revered for who they are. They are bad people, and bad people exist, and you should just, like, be able to, like, acknowledge that sort of thing, no matter, like, what good they do. Right. And that's, I think that's what plays into this here. Damn, dude. We can get into that. Yeah, that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go on now. (laughs) That shit. Every time I'm like, one second, I'm seven to eternity. All right, here we are. I hate Adam again. (laughs) Let me tell you about this 
fucking freak. <laughs> All right, so now I have You Look Like Death. This is issue number five. I have one more issue after this. Claus is like, I'm going to put on a movie. That's what he does. Good for G- him. Get some gods in tow. Nice. Puts together a movie. Wait, can you show me what he looks like in the comics? I cannot remember. Uh, not anything like he looks okay. like in no, the No, that's what show. I thought. That's what I thought, because I, I couldn't remember, but... So yeah, that's all I really want to say about that. I I do really enjoy this. I know I've said this time again. If you've watched any of the past episodes, haven't really liked any of the other Umbrella Academy shit short of like the first story arc. Mm-hmm. I really like this quite a bit. Maybe it's because it's so like, and one book I didn't like because it's chaotic. I like this because it is a little bit chaotic in a different way. Yeah, I was going to say it's meant to be because that's who the character is. Yeah, yeah. And it's like you have vampire chimpanzees. Love it. You have ghosts. Love it. You have a weird, like, bug lady. And then now you got some gods. Beautiful. So it's just like, yeah, a hodgepodge, like... (laughs) Here's the kitchen sink. Let me just throw it at the fucking wall. <laughs> what what things in life would you put into a pot to make a heather? <laughs> well, All of that. Just get a bone in there. And then Gerard get a, Way. Get a stew going. Yeah. <laughs> a right. heather stew. Okay, we have Batman and Catwoman. I almost said Batwoman and Catman, so... I would, I'd be into that. Especially if they were just, they switched outfits. Yeah, that'd be hot. <laughs> yeah, I would be so into that. Clayman would make it look so good. Clayman, I got a, I got a proposition for you. Bigger, bigger bat package. <laughs> uh, this issue is called Up on the Housetop. I just assumed just because that was the first one. Yeah, no, that, that, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I was like, that's really cool. I just noticed that. Um... I really like this. I, I really like the, the, I guess, subtle distrust between Bruce and Selena. Well, at least with just Bruce. The relationship dynamic. Yeah, I, I do think that is, I don't know, I, I like that aspect of it because, I don't know, how can you trust someone who is on the opposite side of you and has betrayed you before? Many times. Right. So I, I do like that. I thought that because I have not read any of the other stuff. I just know like things that have yeah. happened. So watching it, this issue in particular unfold and the, the at the end, you know, and she's just like, just ask me because he just can't come mm-hmm. out and say it. I was like, damn, I feel that. <laughs> yeah. But then I don't know. She still lies. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, I, and he knows it, too. And that's, I think, he wanted her to say the truth because he knows what the actual truth was. And that's, I feel that. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Uh, yeah, I uh, I like it. I do enjoy it quite a bit. I like I like the dynamics of the book. Art, I do like Clayman's butts. Yeah, I was just, I, I was talking about it yesterday. And, like, look ma- at that. Like, what the fuck? Dude knows how to draw butts. And, yeah, I... There is, like, some very sexual Joker business in here, too. Yeah, it got me a little hot. The, the nose, the fucking Roman nose. I was like, all right, dude, fucking suck on that candy cane. But the butts in here. The butts, yeah. Clay Man is just like, this butt don't quit, and I'll just make it the fucking the same every day. 
Honestly, that's probably why I like this book so much is because I'm like, butts, candy canes sucking, Bruce Wayne six pack, like I'm into it. You we're know, just, we're you know just how to perfect physiques. We're just horny comic book readers. We don't even actually read the words. We just look at the pictures and determine how horny they make us. Even the old lady butt. Come on. Come on. Fucking gilfs up in here. Okay, I'm gonna go. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about Catwoman now. Perfect. This is Catwoman, Future State. This is issue number one. I believe this is only two. Two issues. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I love the fuck out of this book. It's a... Uh, by Ram V and Otto Schmidt. Otto Schmidt did Heather, one of Heather's favorite books, Hawkeye Freefall, which is actually one of the main reasons I decided to throw this on my pull file because I really love the art for that. And then Ram V is doing the the words, and I have tended to like his work pretty well. Um, though I will say, personally, I haven't been a huge fan of like this Catwoman run. And I dropped it after like eleven issues, but I think maybe I, say, I feel like you liked the first story art. I like yeah, the first and, few issues. yeah, and I liked a little bit of it. It's just like, God, but this art is so good. yeah, the art is so good. But this is like completely different story, obviously. But this is takes place in this like future state world in Gotham, where the magistrate <laughs> is in charge. Um, in this particular story, people are on a train and they're trying to save them. Most of them are children. And it is a train fucking heist. I love it. (laughs) I am a huge fan of, like, kind of heist movies and, like, robbery movies. Not, like, Oceans movies. Uh, I will say that. But, yeah. Mm. No. Uh, This issue was so much fun. Like, I could not suggest it more because it is a fucking good time. Like, I... I wish I would have paid more attention when the future state stuff was solicited because I missed out on, like, several things. Well, and like I said to you the other day, too, I think it's more of a thing where it was, like, it felt like something that was kind of, like, a DC haphazard thing, like, Mm -hmm. death metal or something you just, like, would not enjoy. Right, yeah, I just, like, flipped right over it. Yeah, and and then until, not until, like I said, I heard or like saw creators talking about their books and things they were doing mm-hmm. was I like oh I'm gonna add these books because they actually sent like I want to see these creators together right. I want to see a different story so I just don't think DC did the best job like putting it out there and getting the word out and just being like oh this is something different like right. it just kind of felt like the same old shit they've been doing I feel like I do need to be more active on Twitter though just so I can catch things like that because I honestly just get on now to see the messages that you send me because you always send me really good videos. I spend 90% of my t- time on Twitter mainly because of comic books. I know. I just, I need to start doing that again because I, I feel like in this instance, like I did skip over most of the future. It's stu- <laughs> most of the future state stuff because, yeah, it was just like all that other stuff I just like didn't care for. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm not really a big DC person anyway, so I'm just gonna skip over it. But like if I followed the the creators, because that was how I found out about <clears throat> Dark Detective was mm-hmm. Dan Moore. I was like, oh shoot. I just said shoot. <laughs> oh dang. <laughs> that was weird. Um but yeah. I need to be more active on Twitter. So <laughs> And that's uh we're coming up to my next book, I Breathe the Body. Part of the reason I picked this up is because I follow Zach Thompson on Twitter and he's just been talking about this book nonstop. Yeah. And he does like mood board, 
board post when he's talking about like god i love him so like a lot of times where i'm like oh you're writing something here's your mood board i skipped I'll, over I'll that prob- one too i'll probably enjoy this book but mm-hmm. i this book was weird i loved it it was you know very much about social media and the things that we portray and don't portray portray and how it's really easy to kind of make people believe the things you want them to believe. Mm-hmm. And that's just me putting that very simply because that is, there's a lot going on there. I'm really excited. I don't know. I'm, I only ordered this first issue. I'll probably just add it to my poll, but it's fucking weird. Yeah, I might, because Wendy said I could pick one up off the wall since she got plenty of copies. So I might just like, I might just grab it because I've never been disappointed by Zach Thompson. Book, yeah. So I've I've loved everything that he's put out. So I'm yeah. I might just grab it anyway. I, I still can't figure out why I didn't get it. Yeah. No, it is a weird one that you did not get. Hmm. Just because I think the solicit wasn't bad for it either. I think I did order the first issue based on like Lonely Receiver mm-hmm. and the solicit, and then yeah, Zach was just been like maybe it was just because it was an aftershock book to be honest. Because I don't spend a lot of time in that category. Yeah. I just, like. I don't know. I don't know. I I missed out on so much this time. (laughs) I mean, and there was a point where you weren't trying to add too much to your pull file. Yeah, that's true. And that probably had something to do with it. It was like aftershock. I'm not adding it. So yeah, whatever. Okay. So So still water. We have still water. This is issue number five. The town's coming together to try to take down the judge. Yeah. Except not really take it down. They just want the rules changed so that they can leave... People can know about what's going on. They know the risks and everything. And the judge said, no. (laughs) Yeah, that seemed about like what was going to happen too. Mm -hmm. And then you get some big badass Marines at the end. Hanging out at the poker table. Just, you know, playing games. I don't know. I like this book a lot, but it is definitely one that's like, I feel like I love Chip. You know, I love Chip. We love Chip. He's our best friend. He's our best friend. I feel like each issue kind of swings. Yeah. I like Where the, I'm like the overall the- story, but the way that it's being told is strange because it's like, it is like back and forth kind of. I just... And like with this, I was like, well, yeah, no, of course he's not going to be okay with it. Like, right. No, like, I don't know why anyone would think that he would. It's not like, you know, he's kept it going for this long. Why would he just randomly one day, because there's a new guy here, like, oh, okay, yeah, you're right, let's tell everyone. And then he's going to be like, oh, yeah, no, the town voted on this. This right. is fine. It's like, no, Clearly. that never goes that way. And no. I mean. Especially someone who goes by the name Judge. <laughs> My name is Judge. <laughs> but, yeah, I do enjoy it, but I do feel like each issue for me swings. Like, I like it, I don't like Not, like, don't like it, but I'm just like, yeah, it's kind of mid-ground. I yeah. can just, like, pick this up and trade and maybe be happy. Right. I think I might do that, honestly, for, like, the next story arc or whatever. I don't know, though, because I do really love the covers for the Yeah, and I, and I do like the way the story unfolds individually, mm-hmm. too. So mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, yeah, I'm on that, like, fence where it's complicated. Yeah. Oh, a baby. There is a baby. I actually have to go to the bathroom really fast. If okay. I'm going to talk about X-Force so you don't ruin it for me. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. Um, I'm going to briefly touch on this because um, you know how nervous I get when I, I am in front of the camera all by myself. Um, so this is X-Force 
This is issue number 16. Um, previously, the island was um, a bunch of dead bodies washed up on the, the shore and they were infected. So um, they the X-Force joins up to go deep into the trench to kind of figure out if there is a monster. They're trying to find the source of the infection. Um, Wolverine gets a... Uh, has a cute little thing. He's he's heavy because of all of the. I can't say the word adam adamantium. I can't say the word where his claws come from. The stuff that covers his adamantium. bones. Adamantium. Ad, yes. Um, adam. Adamantium. Adamantium. Okay. It just sounds weird when I say it. I don't know why. Um, but he just sinks. Um, and then while, the, you know, they find the source of this, oh my god, I almost flung this book because I got really excited about the art again. Um, they find, while they're finding the source of this uh, infection, fungus, whatever you want to call it, um, my favorite king of the ocean jumps in and is like, what the fuck are you guys doing here? Let me take care of it. Leave me alone. Pretty much. But he looks fantastic. Uh, and it ends with like a cute little monologue from Wolverine that kind of preludes, I guess, like what's coming up, what's going to be happening. Um, Because the way that it ends is kind of final, but also at the same time, like, you know, there's going to be more to it just with Namor's exit. So I I will, yeah, let you borrow this because I did have a lot of fun with it, especially there's like a they're working on one of the bodies that had washed up on the shore oh, yeah. and stuff, and Beast is being Beast, and the doctor's like, fuck you, you're not doing whatever you're thinking about doing. <laughs> I thought it was very cool. Uh, I can't believe I haven't, I didn't read that issue. It's just like, like I said, I just have so much. I was like, mm, Yeah, I'm and it was like, it it's been a weird couple days, too, like, at the shop been busy like oh no dude i i'm gonna blame it on school because well that too you have school my so my that school, makes sense hey max hi my school schedule has been fucking insane so i i didn't even think i'd be able to get through all these comics. yeah i'm surprised that you well not surprised but that's like a lot of comics i got through mine 10 minutes before i left <laughs> i uh, your house today that's why I, I put aside my tuesday nights for this like specifically yeah day. i should do that i've just been reading so many like novels recently Mm -hmm. i mean i just like have to put aside my time my time is very valuable right now and i have to put it together correctly Mm -hmm. so i can do school timed perfectly podcast comics Mm -hmm. baby my (laughs) baby baby (laughs) so i'm gonna talk about cable number seven really fast before we just get way out of control (laughs) yeah we've gotten more yeah we're distracted today than we normally do um I'm going to once again. Hi. Hi, Patrick. Uh, Phil Noto. Fantastic. Rah. Baby art. Just baby art all day long. Um, so in this particular issue, uh, Rachel and Cable go off and save some babies. Because I love slutty books, Patrick. <laughs> wow. Okay, so once again, they save babies to get off this boob conversation. Uh, and Cable finds out that Stryker, right? Stryker? Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> You're like, I didn't mm-hmm. read this book. Yeah, that, that's what the name is. Strife. Sorry. Strife. Can I, I see? I want to yeah. see the baby. Uh, Strife is back 
and he doesn't really want to tell anybody. Soft baby. And the only person he tells is the only person Cable can really tell. And <laughs> we're going to get a really great team up in the next issue. I'm super excited oh. about it. Uh, I can't wait. Oh, it's fantastic. My gosh, this art. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. Heather didn't listen to anything I just said. It's cool. I'm sorry. I got distracted by the baby. It's okay. So yeah, that's... who's coming up in the next issue? I don't know. You could have just flipped. I guess I could have. Yeah. But it is really obvious if you know anything about Cable oh. that it would be with this particular person. Okay. Okay. So I'm really like yeah. I'm really excited. I am really excited to see Phil Noto do the next issue. I'm really excited to see like what. What happens? And that's that's cable. I Are lo- you? I know you were like pleasantly surprised at how much you enjoyed this. You're still enjoying. Oh yeah, it? no, I still okay. am, and I am still like very pleasantly surprised at how much I do enjoy it. Okay. Like it's just a lot of fucking fun. It's it's weird because a lot of the other like X books. I mean, it's serious, but at the same time, it's just like I don't know. In this issue, they were saving a bunch of like mutant babies, but it was like very enjoyable and funny at the same time interesting i'm usually not happy when babies are saved yeah this was uh this was really great there's a lot of stuff going on here uh yeah it's uh it's one like i said time and time again never thought i would enjoy this i don't i can't explain exactly why i do may i mean and it could it could, be for the art like it could be the art and also i mean you know i love a like i need a funny book every once in a while yeah. like i need a laugh and i think that's what it gives me it gives me a little bit of a laugh at the same time like kind of lighthearted. yeah it's a little lighthearted, along with like the heaviness of like everything that's going on even like i don't know cable's just kind of silly mm-hmm. like just a silly boy yeah no he definitely is um i don't know i might pick up that first trade I mean, I can let you borrow those I, first. Like, I mean, the first five issues, because I think six. Five and six were. Okay, so yeah, the first four issues and then seven. Yeah. Because, yeah. Because I, mean, I, read, I read the first one when you got it, when he gets the big sword. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that issue. But yeah, I mean, like, I, yeah, I'll probably borrow it then. It's like, and if I like it enough, I'll get the trade. Yeah. Because, I mean, honestly, there are several books that I just really enjoy that I ended up getting trades for because I was like, might mm-hmm. as well. Because I, I love going back and, like, rereading stuff. Even though I have plenty to read already. Whatever. Yeah. Now I get it. <laughs> School. Uh, okay. So, we did it. We finished. We read so many comics. We talked about a lot of random fucking shit. I had always. a normal amount of comics. I, I also technically had a normal amount of comics because this is what I've been getting lately. Yeah. About 15. What is your favorite book from this week? Oh, my favorite book from this week. Mm-hmm. Honestly, probably Catwoman. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's weird for me to say that because I don't think I would ever really have a Catwoman book as my favorite. But yeah, I just love that book so much. Mm-hmm. It was just a lot of fun. I love the art. It was just solid overall. What about yourself? Um, I mean, 
Typically, it's Once in Future. Anytime Once in Future is out, it's my favorite. But I really liked X-Force. Yeah. I really liked that X-Force. Um, and it wasn't just because Namor looked fantastic <laughs> in it. It wasn't that, I promise. Um, but that was a big part of it. It was just really good. It was it was really fun. I liked um, the underwater shenanigans that the X-Force gets into. <laughs> All right, so that's Thursday. We've done it every Thursday, probably for a continuing amount of time. I need to get caught up on that. I read that first issue of Origins. I didn't mind it. I was interested, but then I just kept forgetting to read everything after it. But yes, anyway, we are done. (laughs) That is everything. All right, go buy comics. Take care of your friends. Do good things. Support libraries. We love you. (laughs) Bye. Goodbye. Ouch.